Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I'd like to talk with you about rejection. (sighs) More importantly, being okay with rejection. Rejection is a normal and healthy thing that we all need to accept. But for some of us who have gone through a lot of hurt and pain, it's not an easy topic to discuss. But I'm hoping that after you have a chance to listen to what I have to say in today's podcast, you'll have a different perspective than you didn't have earlier. Well, you're going to get some really helpful tips coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you're here with me. Today is not an easy subject. And I want to let you know that it is okay, more than okay, if you need to pause and take some time in in between this, because for some of us, it brings up some really painful memories. If this is your very first time listening, I just want to let you know that I'm here with you and I'm supporting you along the way. Be sure if you haven't done so already to subscribe, so that way as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it at a later time. And for those of you guys who have been listening for multiple episodes, I'm so glad that you're here. What we're going to be talking about in detail can be found in my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we talk about limited beliefs, scarcity mindset, healing from past traumatic events, and be able to find clarity so that you can be able to move forward in business and in life. You can find that on my website, denisechile.com. Click on the courses tab and go to Amazing Attitude, or I will drop a link in the show notes below and you can access that directly below. But this is definitely one of the most difficult subjects because as I'm talking about this, I'm actually thinking about some memories that I have as well. So again, give yourself some space if you need to take some breaths, if you need to just pause for a second and journal some thoughts, go ahead and do that because I know that rejection is definitely not easy. And let me explain why it's not easy, especially as a human being. As, a, as human beings, we are wired for community. We are wired for connection. We are wired ever since the moment that we first came out from our mother's womb. We wanted desperately to feel a sense of connection first with our parents and then later with our fa- other family members and then extended beyond that. And we, if we don't feel as if we're not being connected and not having that sense of community, we don't feel okay with ourselves and we don't feel okay with our purpose. And that has a re- lot of reasons why a lot of people who have suffered with depression or have suffered with any type of mental illness, one of the things that they talk about over and over again, and I know I have shared um, during my bouts of depression um, in my past was that I didn't feel connected. I didn't feel understood. I didn't feel as if what I had to share with anyone had value. And ha- I think we all have been in situations where we tried our best to connect with a group. We tried our best to join a particular type of organization and we were scoffed and we were ignored and it felt as if we didn't have any purpose or value. And that's damaging to the psyche. And I'm not even going to sit here and minimize that. It's totally damaging into the psyche. And a lot of it is, again, tuned into things that has happened in our early childhood development. And again, I talk about in my course, Amazing Attitude, about some more details about how to resolve that. But for the purposes of our time, 
I just want to let you know that there is no reason whatsoever that you should continue forward living your life in fear of being criticized or or shame or avoiding things that have been plaguing you and just needs to be healed. I think about a, a, a cut. Let's just say that you got a cut. Do you automatically just put on your clothes over top of it and, and pretend that you're not cut, that you're not hurt, that you don't have some type of gash, you don't have blood coming out? No, you don't do that. What do you do if you have someone something that got cut or infected well you isolate it you clean it up right you disinfect it you put medicine on top of it you put a bandage so nothing no foreign objects or no other bacteria can come and sneak into it and and reinfect it and you keep monitoring it you healing it putting cream on it until it starts to scab over and so that the skin is protected and your body can ward off infections. Well, here's the thing. Untreated wounds of emotional rejection and hurt and pain is literally like an untreated wound. And the only way to actually clean it and be healed is to actually work through it. Meaning that this is the work that we're doing right now. We're disinfecting the wounds of the past pain. So that you can be able that when you're dealing with people again in the future and they're bringing up all these nasty memories that remind you of past times that you felt alone, you didn't feel connected, you didn't feel that no one appreciated, you didn't feel like you had purpose, that you realize, oh yes, I see that this is reminding me about these past issues. That's why it hurts so much. That's why it's bothering me now. But I know I'm not there yet. I'm not there I'm in a different place right now and I can move forward. And I know I say this and it seems like, oh yeah, Denise, but you don't know my story. And you're right. I don't know your story. I don't know your story at all. Okay. But I do know that if you're listening to this podcast, that means that you want something better for yourself and you want something better out from your life. That's what I do know. And if that is the case, if that is what I assume to be true, let's talk a little bit further about how you can be able to understand yourself and to be able to heal from those past situations because you deserve better for you in this current stage of your life okay let's talk about it number one is I want you to understand like I said in the intro of our conversation was being liked is a normal feeling it's a total normal feeling again society has been developed for us to have some sense of community for us to have commonality uh, have you heard the expression, birds of the same feather flock together? It's the exact same concept with us as human beings. That's why we're so tribalistic. That's why we have alliances based on what we do or our common activities. For example, I was listening to a friend of mine talk about how his daughter is enrolled in both the volleyball team and the basketball team. And then the locker rooms of the volleyball team, they talk about how uh, stupid and uh, how uh, jockey-ish, is that a word? How boyish, rather, the basketball uh, girls are. In the basketball, they always talk about how um, immature the volleyball players are. And it's so funny because she's a member of both the volleyball and the basketball team, but she's hearing all these other people basically talking trash about each other's side. And they don't even really understand how they're both 
playing sports, but just different types of activities. And it has the same concept of sportsmanship and integrity and uh, learning to uh, work through your struggles and having team members and all those other dynamics. But again, when we're so tribalistic, we only think about our perspective what our team stands for and we don't consider the fact that we're all humans learning and growing and perhaps we have commonalities and perhaps we have interests and that perhaps that we have things that we may not understand because we don't have their perspective right so it is okay to be liked but understand that also as human beings we want to segment we want to fragment we want to feel as if we are somehow unique and that's why we focus on trying to separate ourselves by our uniqueness but unfortunately by doing that we can in the process alienate but understand that that health feeling of being liked is built into who we are as human beings and that's okay okay (sighs) i know that's not easy but it's the truth okay now the next thing is i want to tell you that being liked for just being liked is not okay if you or trying to be someone that you're not all in the name of people pleasing, you're going to actually invite yourself to a whole whirlwind of drama and chaos. And I think about my son, my little boy, he has a great desire for trying to talk trash during card games. <laughs> Uh, one of the things that we love to play uh, together is Uno. And one of the things that I know for set- certain he, uh, he got from me is when he's run out of a particular color, I'll say, or sometimes his, uh, I'll say frequently, it looks like you need more green in your life, meaning you need more uh, a hand that has a green. And I know he got from his father look at this card, look at this card, and he'll have the, the card face down to and indicate that this was the winning move at the end. And I know for certain, it's just a matter of time when he's going to play cards and he's going to do that t- trash talking and to someone else who is not familiar with those kind of words and they may or may not respond favorably. And then my son will have a choice on whether or not he can accept the fact that People are going to respond different ways based on their own experiences, okay? And we have to understand, we have to respect that as we interact with people, we pick up lots of sayings and idioms and mannerisms and stuff like that that other people don't understand. And therefore, if they don't understand it, then they get confused. And they get confused, they get irritated, they get irritated. They might say some things in an effort to make you feel bad to mask away their own insecurities and their own bad feelings. There's a lot of deeper psychology about that. And I talk about that in Amazing Attitude. But just the 10,000 foot view is that a lot of people above all fight to feel okay with themselves. At all costs, at all costs, even at the cost of damaging relationships, even at the cost of not being okay with themselves. And if you're just trying to be liked for being liked and not being okay with experiencing your emotions and experiencing the fact that other people may not be okay with your emotions, then you're going to get yourself really upset. Because here's the thing. 
We live in a world where people are exposed to different things and we all aren't going to be exposed to the same type of situations and we don't have the same type of temperament. We all don't have the same kind of um, way of processing information. And you have to accept that you're okay even if somebody is not okay with what you say. I'll repeat that again. You have to be okay even if somebody is not okay with what you have to say. And it's not because you're a bad person or you're not trying to be sensitive. Because you could try to be totally sensitive and you try to be understanding. But if someone is just not having the emotional bandwidth to process what you have to say, they're going to feel offended and they're going to feel irritated. And there's some people who just actually feel a false sense of security by trying to make other people feel bad. Or they, if you feel as, and this happens so much on social media, let's say you say something that another person finds offended um, about somebody they like on social media and they will quirk, uh, um, send something back, respond back and say, well, that, and they'll try to change the subject and try to t- uh, talk nasty about someone you think they, they think you like or whatever. I, I see this so much on uh social media specifically on twitter like for example if you're a biden supporter i i can't believe i'm saying this again i'm not talking if you're for biden or against biden or any of these kind of politicians i'm just giving you an example let's say you're for biden and then you don't like this other politician well you say well at least biden isn't doing what politician a is doing or let's say you're supporting politician a and you say well at least biden uh wouldn't do something like that and this whole back and forth games where one other person is both parties are totally afraid of being honest and talking about the issue at hand they have to somehow feel like they have to insult you by bringing up somebody someone someone else and i think that's really shameful and again, this conversation is not about whether or not you support one particular politician or another. I'm not going to get into that conversation with you because that's beyond the scope uh, of this. And it's neither here nor there. And don't even bother asking me who I support politically because I don't really care about that issue at all. But the point I'm trying to make as an example, because it was just on my mind, that a lot of people are just so caught up of avoiding their own issues around what someone says. They'll use anything and anyone to try to run and escape from that. And I just want to let you know that if you're designing more for your life and more for your business and more for anything else, you're going to have to learn to start being honest with yourself, not play games and if somebody starts to bring up other people and other issues you have to really circle back and say well that's very interesting how does that bear any importance to what we're talking about right now well like please tell me i really want to understand how does this have any importance because for a lot of us if we haven't had a lot of details with ourselves in terms of being honest with ourselves we do a really great job of trying to escape and avoid and evade or try to bring up stuff that's not even relevant to the conversation and for a lot of people that's how they were raised that's how they were exposed and i want better for you i really 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 want better for you i want better for your life i want better for how you're able to succeed in all areas and not come up with excuses that keep you off track and distracted from what you want to do okay and actually that was a a segue to number three is get clear about who you are and your values here's the thing if you are full-on supportive of this cause or you are completely engaged with doing this situation 
And hearing a no or hearing I'm not interested just means that you just need to find somebody else who is aligned. And then and pe- if you say, well, I haven't found them yet, well, keep trying. Keep pushing through. Just because you heard one no or two no's or 10 no's or 100 no's doesn't mean that what you have to do doesn't have importance. It just means that you haven't aligned with the people who value what you have value. Or perhaps more, more often than not, they're just so busy and distracted with all the, all the other things they've got going on. They're not taking the time to take you seriously. Actually, that's most likely the truth. I'll, rem- I'll never forget. And I highly, highly, highly recommend reading this book. It's called Believe It by Jamie Lima Kern. And it was so, or Jamie Kern Lima, I, I think I mistransposed uh, the last name, but basically Jamie Kern Lima, you can find that uh, on uh, the bookstores or on Amazon or wherever. And one of the things that struck me was con- constantly, she was told, no, 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 no. And especially when she was trying to get on QVC and going from rejected by QVC repeatedly to being and like only in five years, one of the top QVC presenters is a feat of wow, great achievement. And it was in the really the reality was she just kept promoting, she kept offering, she kept saying her product over and over until she got the attention. And for a lot of us. We hear one person say no, and then we, we deem ourselves to be ineffective or a product or service is not worthy. And then we say, oh, well, let me stop trying. It ain't worth it. But the reality is we got to keep trying. We got to keep pushing through because a lot of us, especially as human beings, we're easily distracted. We're chasing shiny objects. And if somebody says to you no, it's not because they're saying no. It's just because they're not interested. And you have to build in the interest. You have to work to get people to pay attention to you and no am I saying that you have to go over and over and over to the point where you're actually taking away time from other things that could be productive no I'm not saying that I'm saying that you have to have a full understanding of who you are what matters and have conviction about it too many people say they want to do something but they don't have conviction have conviction have the the strength to say to yourself i am willing to do this this is really important to me and i want to see it through to completion okay number four is i want you to ask yourself if those past rejections were more about you or them oftentimes when i think about the times that i was rejected in both my personal and my professional life I realized that the only thing that I was really upset about was my ego. And I'll 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 think about this one particular conversation that I had with a coworker once and I was complaining to her about how I always had failed relationships and how they've always broken up with me first. And I'll never forget what this coworker said. She said to me, perhaps they sensed that you didn't really like them or you weren't a really good fit and they just did the work before you actually ended the relationship. And I had to think about it honestly. And I thought, oh, snap. All those relationships that I had where they broke up with me, I was always insisting that they change. I was always insisting that they do something different. I was always insisting that they did something else to make me feel happy. They didn't feel worthy because I kept on trying to transform them into someone they didn't want to be. And then as a result, they ended the relationship. But the reality is I, I was the one who instigated it. And I'm now thinking about this 
that conversation 13, 14 years later now with another pair of fresh eyes and going, wow, when we demand people to do stuff that we want them to do, we shouldn't be shocked if they say, you know what, I'm just better off ending the situation before it gets worse because clearly I can't provide what this person needs. And if we had to be really honest with ourselves and we say, oh, I was rejected, ask yourself that question too. Who really rejected who first? Who really rejected who first? Again, I talk a lot about in my course, Amazing Attitude, about how we can really have a different perspective on these past life issues. Because for a lot of us, we have this idea that's really hadn't, isn't baked in any form of reality. We oftentimes made ourselves look like the victim in reality. We ignored our part in the situation. For a lot of us, we actually put some things into motion that actually caused certain people to react certain ways. I'm not saying that we are responsible for how people behave or react or the things that we do, but we have to really own our part and understand what things have we done to put things into motion. Because for a lot of us, if we really want to shine, if we really want to grow in all areas of our lives, that means we need to get out of the business of being victims. Because for a lot of us, I know feeling like a victim might feel comfortable and make make you feel good about yourself, that somehow it is not as bad. But the reality is in, in order to really see what can be done next time, we have to see what was our part in the beginning, okay? And lastly, number five, is I want you to understand that rejection is good. Rejection helps you understand yourself rejection helps you to understand what you want professionally and per- and personally i'll never forget uh one particular job that i said i wanted i really really said that i wanted and i got some notification that it just wasn't going to happen i wasn't going to be accepting this particular uh, project or and I remember thinking, how dare they? Didn't they see how accredited I was? Didn't they see how important I was? And the reality was when I thought about it in comparison to some of the other people that were also applying, I didn't have the experience. I really didn't have the technical knowledge. And quite honestly, I didn't really have the interest other than just having the title. And when you think about that, that's kind of a lousy foundation to be a part of any organization. I think for a lot of us, we have made excuses for ourselves and said, well, it's their fault. They didn't do what um, they said they were going to do. Well, that may be true, but I have to ask you, did you even really want it in the first place? Or did your ego want it? And I know that's really hard for some of us to talk about because, again, for a lot of us, we feel as if we don't have a sense of pride and accomplishment and feeling worthy, then we f- we don't feel as if we are worthwhile and I want to let you know that you are not your roles you are not your achievements you are not all the checklist of things that you've done that's the way the world works and if you notice if you are ruled by your accomplishments and your titles and your fame and your notoriety you're going to be a really miserable person because as soon as that fame and that tension go away you might be chasing the next big thing and the next big thing and the next big thing. And you might find yourself upset and lonely and afraid because, oh, snap, no one's here patting me on the back. No one's here telling me about what I can do next. It will make you feel empty. And I want to encourage you to never, ever, ever 
allow yourself to be defined by how people feel about you or your latest accomplishment because you'll find yourself feeling empty over and over again. Well, let's recap everything that we've talked about. Number one is I want you to understand that being liked is a normal feeling. I talk about this in Amazing Attitude and explain that as a part of being in a community, we also have to have approval in order to feel as if we have a sense of belonging. Okay, But being liked for just being liked is not okay. We have to learn that sometimes we aren't going to be invited to all the parties. And sometimes some opportunities are good for us, but just not now. Or sometimes the last thing we need to be involved with in certain opportunities because it's just not a, something that will help us grow either professionally or personally. Okay. Number three is I want you to get clear on who you are and what you want, because for oftentimes we say we want things, but the reality is all we're trying to do is just repeat old habits and patterns that don't serve us any longer. Okay. Number four is I want you to ask yourself if those past rejections were really more about you or them. Most likely if we're feeling hurt and and anger is because we have unmet expectations that demand some type of acknowledgement and the reality is sometimes we won't get acknowledgement from people so a lot of people are busy and preoccupied with their own activities as you are okay and understand that that's just part of the process of dealing with people that not everyone's going to be aligned with what we want but it may be at a later time you have to keep pushing through you will find the people that support you and lastly that these rejections are really part of helping you grow emotionally and professionally. Don't feel as if this is going to be the end-all be-all. There's always time to learn. There's always time to grow. There's always time to share and experience different things with others. So do not give hope. Give up hope. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope today's session was really informative. I'm hoping that you are able to utilize the information that I have to share with you. And if you have any other questions or you want to dive into into deeper conversations, feel free to reach out to me at podcast at denisegeely.com. That's podcast at denisegeely.com. Well, that is it. Thank you for listening. Take care and be awesome.